Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Our Views podcast, where if you want it, we have you. I'm your host, DC, and today I'm doing it solo. And the goal of the podcast is to bring a ton of reviews on things like movies, um, some TV show news, even some comic stuff. This is the 42nd episode of the podcast. The title of this episode is called 2016 Oscar Predictions. So, um, I'm going to do a basic discussion today, and I'm going to go over the, the Oscars for this year. And I'll go over to my predictions, and then the, a little bit about snubs. Um, I'm going to do a very, very small bit about that. So, um, the list here is a very, very large list. And there's some good movies on this list as well. I'll start off with Best Picture. So, for Best Picture, we have The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Free Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. So, for this section... I would probably pick The Martian as my best picture choice. Just because for me, out this list of movies, I enjoyed that the most, to be honest. It, it just comes down to that. It's one of the things where this section is very hard to pick out, just because they're all amazing movies. But for me, if I had to choose one, like right off the top of my head, it will be The Martian. really would. So next up is Best Actress. So we have um, Clayton Banchett, we have Brie Larson, um, Jennifer Lawrence, Charlotte Rampin, um, and Saoris Ronan. I, sp- I said her name wrong. Oh, well. But um, the last one I would pick, I'll pick her um, in Brooklyn. Actually, to be honest, I haven't watched any of these movies, funny enough. Um, but from what I've seen online, I've heard a lot of stuff about Miss Ronan. So I probably just pick her just because everyone else... Are, are great actresses, but I'll just probably just pick her, just because. So, for Best Actor, we have um, Brian Cranston, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael Fassbender, and Eddie Redmayne. In this list, I picked out Matt Damon for The Martian. I really liked his performance in The Martian. He carried at least 95% of that movie. So, for me, Best Actor right there. I, I would give it to Leo, but since I love The Martian so much, it, I'll, I'll probably be biased and pick The Martian um, best actor for it. But who knows? Leo could get it this year. But if I had to put money on it, I would put money on Matt Damon. Next up is Best Supporting Actress. So we have um, Jennifer Le- um, Jason Lee. Then we have Rooney Mara, Rachel McAdams, um, Alicia Finkenter, and then Kate Winslet. For this section, I picked um, Alicia Vikander. Um, her portrayal in The Danish Girl will probably be a, one of the best ones out this whole list, to be honest. For Steve Jobs, I think it's okay. For for The Hateful Eight, um, Jennifer, she was alright. Um, wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. But if I had to pick out this list, it would be Alicia, to be honest. So next up is Best Supporting Actor. So this list has... Kristen Bale, Tom Hardy, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Mark Relentz, and then Sylvester Sloan. So, in this list, I went with one that jumped off the page to me, and that person is Tom Hardy. I've seen from the trailers, he looked amazing, and from what I've been hearing online, he steals the show for the most part. So, it's kind of cool to actually see... Two people from the Revenant actually get to the um, the Oscars 
So let's see who wins that. I'm not sure, but if, if I had to pick, it would be Tom Hardy again. Um, next up is Best Director. So we have The Big Short, as um, Adam McKay, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which is George Miller. We have The Revenant, which is um, Alejandro Iriatu. Then we have The Room with Lenny um, Abramson, and then Spotlight with Tom McCarthy. If I had to pick out this list for Best Director, it would probably be George Miller with Mad Max Fury Road, just because the direction for the movie was quite amazing. Even though I felt it was a, a movie that didn't really concentrate on, on Mad Max and was more, like, more or less Furiosa, it, it was still yet the direction for that movie the seemed, seemed very, very flawless. It really did. So I would definitely pick him. And I'm glad to see that he came back to the franchise to direct another one. And hopefully the next movie comes out as well. So next up we have um, Best Adapted Screenplay, which is The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. So out this list, again, my bias comes into, into play. I will pick The Martian just because this is a good movie. And, and it it's made me want to actually pick up the book and read it. So anytime you have a movie where you want to go pick up the main source material and read it, it definitely should be one of, up there with one of the best. All right, now next thing I have up here is best original Springs on screenplay. <coughs> so this one we have um, Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, um, Spotlight, Straight Outta Compton, and that's it. All right, um, yeah, those movies. Hmm. This is a hard one to pick from this one, to be honest. For me, I ultimately went with Ex Machina. It's one of those things where the the storyline for it just seemed, seemed amazing. And you, you'll see later on, that's another thing that I do nominate this one for as well. But for Ex Machina, as an original screenplay, just the thought behind it, just amazing. Um, you might think another movie might do it for this one but for me it's either Ex Machina or Inside Out and if I had to pick it then it'll be Ex Machina definitely so next up we have Best Animated Picture so for this one we have um, um, Anomalisa we have Boy and the World Inside Out Shaun the Sheep movie When Marnie Was and Marnie Was There sorry so if I had to pick out this list, I would pick Inside Out. Just because I haven't watched the rest of the movies, to be honest. Um, Shaun the Sheep looked like it got decent reviews. I didn't personally like the trailers. I didn't like the premise of the movie. It just seemed boring to me, but uh, I guess it's one of the favorites of the year. For me, it would definitely be Inside Out, though. All right, I'm going to skip a couple of things here. I'm going to skip the best documented feature, the best foreign language film, the best original score, the best original song, and go straight to um, best cinematography. For this one, we have Carol, The Hateful Eight, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, and Sicario. For this one, cinematography, I'll probably pick um, Mad Max Fury Road just because it just looked amazing. <laughs> it really did look amazing. For this one, I was very, 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 very confused. I was like, ah... If I had to pick between these two, I was like, all right, let me go either Hateful Eight or Mad Max. Because Hateful Eight, it did look amazing. It really did, to be honest. But if I had to choose, it would be Mad Max, just because 
the it's the visuals for it and just the way how it played out on certain scenes was just freaking amazing it really was so I've got that one I'm gonna skip a few more which is um best film editing best um, product design best makeup and hairstyling best costume design best animated short and go straight to best visual effects which for this one funny enough that I did not pick the actual movie that I picked for cinematography but we have Ex Machina, Mad Max Ray Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Star Wars The Force Awakens. For this one, I picked Ex Machina just because of the robot scenes. And at first, you couldn't tell those were robots until they mentioned it. I was like, wow, those are robots slash androids. I am amazed. It, it They looked great. Whoever did the makeup for that person and the CG, the freaking awesome really did for me best visual effects you you could also argue that star wars should be in that list but for me ex machina definitely hands down so a couple other things i'm going to skip also again which is best sound editing um best sound mixing best documentary short and best live action short just because of those things it goes too deep into the movie realm and i know a little bit about it but i don't want to talk too much about things that I don't have too big of knowledge on. So that's just, that's just me. So those are my winter uh, predictions. I go over it again really, really quick. For best picture, I have The Martian. For best actress, I have um, Sorcy uh, Ronan. For best actor, I have Matt Damon for The Martian. For best supported actress, I have Elisa Vikander for The Danish Girl. For best supported actor, I have Tom Hardy for Revenant. For Best Director, I have Mad Max Free Road. That's um, George Miller. For Best Adapted Screenplay, I have The Martian, which is from Drew um, Gohard, Godard. Sorry. Um, best Original Screenplay, which is Ex Machina. Um, Alex Gardland. For Best Anime Feature, I have Inside Out. And Best Cinematography, I have Mad Max Free Road. And last but not least, Best Visual Effects, I have Ex Machina. So those are my predictions for 2016 um, Oscar nominations. Hopefully, they'll all be right. I know it probably won't, but I know one or two might hit the nail right on the head. So I hope that's how, that's how it is. So let's go to the, the snubs talk. So there's a lot of snub talk online that there's a few movies that should have been on here. A few people that should have been on the list for the 2016 um, Oscar um, nominations. The big one here is the um, Straight Outta Compton for Best uh, Movie of the Year. For me, I personally thought this movie is a good movie, and don't get me wrong, but it definitely should not have been anywhere near the talk of Best Movie of the Year. I'm gonna be honest. Best Movie of the Year, no. I don't see it there. But um, a lot of folks... A lot of folks think it should have been there, which for me, it's, it's one of those things where we're taking the the products of this movie and trying to make it a whole lot better than the other movies that are in this list. There's eight other movies that I definitely would put uh, definitely above the um, Straight Out Compton, but, you know, some people might not agree with it, but, you know, that's the reason why there's so many... Um, opinions out there. Another one is Creed, which to me is, an, again, 
a good movie, but I wouldn't put it in the in the realm of these other eight movies that are on the list, to be honest. It's one of those things where it's hard to pick out these eight movies of the year because there's so many movies that come out. And when you see movies like Creed, Straight Outta Compton, Star Wars The Force Awakens, even though it's a great movie as well, see movies like that, Concussion with Will Smith, you see movies like that and it's like, all right, they should be up for Best Picture. But looking at this list and seeing these movies... You can see why they got picked. They're they're definitely blockbusters. They really are. And Shredder Compton is definitely good. But for me, if if your movie doesn't have anyone in the best actor or actresses or even supported actor or actresses, then you shouldn't even be considered. Um, I'm happy that Creed did get the Best Supporting Actor um, nomination, which definitely deserved it. Sylvester Stallone did his thing. So I can see him being nominated for that role but otherwise I don't, I don't see it getting the best picture at all to be honest and then for Creed there's, I don't see nowhere near here I mean not Creed um, for Straight Outta Compton I don't see anywhere near so it's, it kind of sucks except for like best original screenplay but uh, it's kind of sucks but at the same time it's just performances that didn't beat out other folks this year it's just one of those things where the same thing with Leonardo DiCaprio when you have certain people never win an Oscar, this comes to a point where certain other things are better than yours, unfortunately, this movie, this this year. That's how it is. For me, the next thing we have up here is Best Actor. This last nub talk about this since they mentioned Will Smith, Idris Elba, Johnny Depp, and a few other folks. Thinking about that list, would I put Johnny Depp there? I probably would put Johnny Depp instead of Michael Fassbender. Um, Trumbo. I probably would take out Trumbo for Idris Elba. But it's, it's very hard. This list is very, very tight. A very, very tight list. But I would change those two if I had a choice in the matter. That That's probably the only thing I would change. But again, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Especially when... There's so many good performances out there. Really so many good performances out there. And you have other things like Best Anime Movie, which is the Penis Movie, Peanuts, um, which could have made the list. They probably could have. But, but seeing that I haven't watched many of the other animated movies in this list, I can't say yes or no, just because they could have been great. They could have been great. And for me, personally, I, I didn't think too highly of the Peanuts movie, just because it, it didn't it didn't speak to me how I thought it would. But, you know, that's just one of the, the small things that happens. And there's many... Oh, Jesus. There's um, other people, like Best Supporting Actor, they have um, Michael Keaton, they have um, Jason Mitchell. Um, Jason Mitchell's the guy who plays Easy e which... Could you put him there? Maybe. Maybe. But if I had to choose, Idris Elba would be over him, to be honest. So, there's a whole lot of things going on with snubs. Um, that's probably the, the main thing with the snubs I could think of off the top of my head. It's just one of those things where this year, there's so many great performances. And, unfortunately, not all of us are going to make it. And the list they do have here is a pretty decent list. And there's nothing here that I wouldn't say wouldn't have made it, 
And there's nothing here I would change out for the most part if I had to pick it all over again. So yeah, that's just my discussion on the 2016 Oscar nominations. Um, this will present out in February 28th, I believe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but February 28th, I'll be watching there. I'll probably do a a live Twitter uh, reaction to everything and just put down who won and you'll be able to see it from, from me. So all right, the next thing I have is coming to theaters. So there's two movies coming to theaters this weekend. There's The Ride Along 2 and Norm of the North. So these two movies, I have to put in order. I'll probably see Ride Along 2 first and then say Norm of the North second. Just because Norm of the North looks looks awful. Really looks awful. I really I really don't even want to see this movie in theaters at all. If, I, if someone paid for me, I might see it. But then again, I probably wouldn't want to see it just because I don't want to waste my time. But... I can say Ride Along 2. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I won't say the greatest movie in the world. Not great at all. But it's definitely entertaining. There's a lot of jokes in there you could have with the franchise. I know a lot of people complain that Kevin Hart's the same person in every movie. But then again, Moose McCarthy's almost the same person in every single movie she does. So if you complain about that with him, then you got to complain about that with her. And it was kind of cool to hear Kevin Hart explain it on... Uh, the Breakfast Club um, at Power 105.1, he mentioned that there's no reason for him to change yet just because no one's got too tired of him. And once they get too tired of him, then he could um, branch off to many other things. So it's like, all right, that makes sense. It's You might as well make the most out of what you have now and then decide, all right, now it's time for me to switch up once the money starts to go down a little bit. You're like, all right, it's time to switch my game up a little bit. Switch it up a little bit. It's like with uh, with any other good actor or um, actors. They have roles that they have, and then they make it work for them, you know? And if they, if right now the the it thing is have Kevin Hart do his, his stick, then you do his stick until the, that gravy chain runs out, and then you decide, all right, let's make it a different way. And we can see from the the wedding ringer that Kevin Hart is definitely not a slouch. He could definitely put on some dramatic act, um, acting in there. So I want to put too much on. I want to put too, 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 him too much down, basically. So can't wait to see the next project he comes up with. So actually, um, this is the end of the episode, actually. Um, it's a very, very short episode, about 20 minutes long. Um, you can find me on, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can email us at bringonreviews.gmail.com for any questions you might have for us. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews and use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any questions you might have, even for me or for Moss as well. You can even visit the website, which is www.bringonreviews.com for movie reviews, trailers, and even this podcast as well. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at dc at bringonreviews.com. And we'll catch you reviewers next time.